1: I don't don't believe it. A Shanghai special.
0: Welcome to the Clicking Balls Podcast. This is the AFL Round 8 Wrapped. My name is Heath and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, do you have a highlight of the week past?
2: Yeah, I had a, I had a, a really good one actually. Um, Friday night, I uh, had a bit of a bit of an after <coughs> drink which turned into two or three and then uh, seven or eight and we ended up uh, out uh, in a little laneway bar and got home at around half past midnight, one o'clock. Um, the wife was asleep.
0: Like I say that, that's pretty late for for a married yeah. man with kids yeah. these days. <laughs> 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 One o'clock. Wow. Oh,
2: wife was asleep, so that's a fucking win.
0: And uh, you were wrecked for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There was uh, there was not much sympathy on uh, Saturday morning. Uh, I was up reasonably early, but, and this is what life's come to. Yeah.
3: Well, you take your wins we can get. Them.
0: Celebrating the small wins. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week. Well, not a
3: whole lot of highlights, to be honest. Uh, it's been a long-ass week. Uh, I had a wedding last weekend. So that's why I, I was away for, for most of that weekend. And then came back, got a wedding on Tuesday night, which is always uh, something different. But, um, Cheap skates. Well, it was funny. It's a Chinese wedding, so it was a couple of people that I used to work with at the casino. And um, the thing that I like about Chinese weddings is that it's got a great, great food, uh, lots of booze, and they're huge. And so it's really? really easy for me just to be the token white dude that just blends in the background <laughs> and I have no social obligations to have to go and talk to all the people and whatnot and... Well, the half literally don't speak the language. Well, that's exactly right. And there's There's an MC who did a fantastic job in translating English, Mandarin, and Cantonese. Right. Like, she ran a tight ship. And I was MC for the wedding of my mates back in Broken Hill. Yep. And I was like, holy shit, this girl's got her game sorted out. <laughs> but um, anyway, so we're getting to the, the fifth course, I think, which was the quail. And they start they start doing like, the games, you know, in like a, a Western wedding, you'll try and get the... the, garter, the glasses and shit? Garter off her uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. belt with the teeth and clicked glasses and that and that. Well, they have different games. Like It's like party games. So it's, you've got to try and transfer an orange to the next person right. using your elbows or not using your hands
2: or limbs So they or combine like that. the Bucks night and the wedding.
3: Pretty much. And so I'm just going about quail and all of a sudden you hear this uh, over the microphone MCs, Brenton. I'm like, I look around at my girlfriend. I'm like, there's, there's two Brentons here, right? <laughs> She's like, uh, I don't know. Then that's my full name. So I'm like, okay. they I'm to the next game and they call calling me up.
0: So, unless they had a raffle.
3: Yeah. So I walk up to the... Obviously, on the stage where the MC is, and she's like, "Yeah, you're on the you're on the Cantonese team," and I'm like, "What? What?" and she keeps obviously translating speaking yep. Cantonese to the audience. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, "This is not what I signed up for, man. My fucking quail's going cold." <laughs> and, and so eventually, they've gotten all these people up. I'm the only white guy. And I'm like, "I think they made a mistake here, man. I'm, I'm done, excuse me, I don't speak Cantonese. It's okay, it's okay." And so <laughs> fuck off, just. And all, they're explaining things to the crowd, but it's in Cantonese, so I have no idea what's going on. And all of a sudden, I'm in a team. There's three groups of five. I'm in the, the middle row, and uh, we've got a Cantonese speaker on, on the left-hand side and a Cantonese speaker on the very end, on the right-hand side. And I'm in the middle with these two other Asian people who apparently don't speak Cantonese. One of them was Viet. The other one right. was... Uh, she spoke Mandarin instead of Cantonese, which I'm guessing is obviously... Different. You speak one, but you're around people that are speaking the same, so you pick up things here and there. So you speak right. a little bit. And what the game was, was that uh, the MC will say... To the person at the starter line, something in Cantonese and it's Chinese whispers.
0: Well, I, I'm sorry, I was about to make a joke at the start, like, oh, what do they play Chinese whispers? <laughs> they actually good. I'm not joking. We play Chinese whispers or, at, or at a Chinese wedding a <laughs> telephone. I think they have to call it yeah. these days. But this one was more like
3: white guy whispers. Because <laughs> right. uh, the idea was to have people in the middle that don't speak uh, the language, right. Obviously, I'm the token white guy, so I'm probably the only one there who legitimately doesn't speak the language, yep. and so the person in the end has to say out what, what, they're, what they're supposed to say, and I had this plan where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the Vietnamese and just say something that's completely fucking wrong, and then the person in the end would have to try of and st- say it, but then once the game was explained to me, I'm like, oh, hang on, they're going to try and translate into, into Cantonese, so they're going to understand what I'm saying anyway, so that's going to come out
2: of the way. And so... I would have really taken advantage of the situation, just said something filthy. If
3: I don't know what was going on from the start. I probably could have planned it better, but I was just <laughs> lost on this stage. And so we get to the first game and um, <clears throat> we get to the end and we have no idea what, what, what the word is. And I'm trying to pronounce like a 10-syllable Chinese phrase right. to the person next to me. And it gets to the end and we fucked it up. And uh, so we went to the next round and straight away, we're all going, all right, so we have to cheat. <laughs>
1: this,
3: this is the only way we're getting through this. And so we've come up with this little sort of scam where... The per- first person will say how many syllables there are, and he'll try and say it to me. And while he's saying it to me, he'll say it extra loud so the person doesn't can hear. Right. This this worked for like the first. Oh, before that, we get up there. MC is like, "All right, there'll be twenty questions. Fuck, like, twenty questions. What the fuck is this shit? I'm gonna miss three courses. It's like <laughs> literally the only reason why I come to these things." And so we get to to about the sixth question, and it's t- all tied up because everyone's got the same idea and it's just cheating. Yeah. And um, so we're like, "All right, let's just cut this short. Like, this be the last round." She's like, "All right, last round." And she, and um. My, my team managed to win somehow, like that round, but so the team behind me. Yep. So we've got to have a, like, a battle round. Oh,
2: fuck. And I so don't.
3: this one's extra hard. And obviously, when it's only the two teams left, the, the, she's gotten on to everyone's cheating. And so uh, both teams get it right, surprisingly. And right. She's, she's like, well, I think something's wrong here. People's cheating. So we're going to pick one person in the middle to uh, try and say what the phrase is. And I'm like, oh, Fuck. <laughs> and so, of course, yep, you're in the middle. You come out in front of everyone. i am going to try and say this phrase that I remembered it for two seconds. It was almost like studying you yep. for, for the, the exam and then that's it. I'm like, I wasn't going for postgrad. This is this bullshit. <laughs>
1: um,
3: and so I fuck it up terribly, like terribly. And so all the people are laughing. Yep. And then she's like, oh, that's great. And the girl from the other team who's, I don't know, she said a perfect, Mandarin, perfect Cantonese or Mandarin, whatever she, her team was. And so I'm like, sweet, that's all done and dusted. I finished that one off. And she's like, okay, well, uh... You both got it right. And I'm like, I did not get this right. <laughs> and then she says something in Cantonese and everyone starts laughing. So I'm like, this is pick on the white guy. <laughs> I see what's going on here. And so uh, at the end, she's like, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to have a vote from the audience, a round of applause for everyone. Who Who's going to win? And who's who picks the girl? Dead silence. Dead right. silence. I'm like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> all of a sudden, who picks the white guy? Everyone Cheers. So I couldn't believe I went to went to, a, went to a Chinese wedding, played Chinese whispers, and won. <laughs> <laughs> add
0: that add that to your Facebook profile. Yeah, yeah that's us mm-hmm. on the
3: resume. Um, but that was in the highlight. The Highlight was good. Beer Week starting on Friday or well, Saturday, well, so you got
0: a beer of the week then.
3: Yep, we do. We've got uh, the Deschutes Stoic. We went to a masterclass from the assistant brewer of uh, Deschutes. It was really good fun. Oh,
2: he was a, like when um, when you mentioned this was going on. The um the lead in was oh the brewer he's he's really American yeah <laughs> and I'm like all right and turns up he's got the the trucker cap the flannels the you know um bear, not bear grills fucking who's the guy that does the dirty jobs. Oh, and Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. His that sort of pants and some uh, Timberland boots and big boots. He's also and, got a five o'clock shadow and a moustache. Yeah, <laughs> and um, oh, nice bloke. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he, he he did look like that sort of bloke that you'd expect to own a pickup truck.
0: They, they peeled him out of a stereotypes catalog. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> he had to put his arms over the bar
3: before he gave the masterclass. Of course. that sort of person, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. someone like I don't know if everyone's like in front of the historical podcast. He looked like Cam- the brewing version of Cameron Haynes, right. The Hunter. Yeah. So yeah, to shoot Stoic. Cracker um their interpretation of a quad uh, Belgium strong ale. So yep. get onto that one. I think they'll be at Carlin Sellers too.
2: Yeah, and I have no idea what uh, a quad fucking is, but uh like I'd smash down as it, much of that as I could. It's a big boy beer. It's it's four of them. Yep. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> it is a big beer. Um, before we get into the games, my highlight, uh, I'm gonna go to the UFC. Um it was Ooh, yeah. uh, you'll see, what is it, two eleven or two twelve? Two twelve. On uh, on Sunday. Um and we were watching, and we were trying to, you know, who are we going to pick? Yep. And we were saying, who are you going to pick in the main event before the fight? And I said to you guys, it'll be a long time before I pick somebody besides Stepe Miokshik. Yeah. Fucking hell, didn't he do it? God damn, um, yeah. He, he's already got the record for the heavyweight defenses, which is, you know, I think two. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, it he's, is actually. He's now broken it. Yep. Um, but jeez, he's, he's almost rounding out that division now.
3: Yeah, and there's not much coming through in the heavyweight. You're well, waiting for John Jones to step up there pretty much. See, it's- the,
0: John Jones or it's you, the Black Beast isn't ready yet no. Derek Lewis no. but what about the Frenchman L- oh
3: yeah Nagano yeah
2: he's actually should be he's,
3: he's next, next in line yeah he'd have he, to be because be running out
0: so Josh you are going to say
2: Oh, so it's good for Steve Urchik as well to uh be on the, the main event and not have the hardest name to say. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. <laughs> With uh just n- 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> you won again, J Chick. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice the announcer is doing the um the warm ups or the, they call it, you know, the, the pre fight stuff. Yeah. The goldy go, stuff. So is Yuan champion gonna I'm like, mate, nah. nah. You tapped out. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> learn her name and you fucking say it like the rest yeah. of us.
3: Because even I saw the little sheet the Rogan posted on his Twitter or something yeah. where it had the phonetic, phonetic- pronunciation of it. it. still
0: looked wrong. It still looked wrong. It was like, ng, ng, check. Yeah, but I think he's used to it now. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, you know, she doesn't mind champion. Yep. All right. So we'll get to the footy. We started off. Actually, you know what? I had a bad luck weekend with, with the footy. Just when I picked a game to watch, it was the worst of the two. No matter yep. when.
2: Well, How are your tips going?
0: Um, I've been The last couple of weeks have been the hardest weeks to tip. Hmm. Have been my best weeks. Which really says how badly I've been going. I've been climbing up the ladder when everyone else is fucking up.
2: My worst this season's been four. Um, Last week I got five, uh, and this week I got six. It's been pretty good.
0: Yeah, see, my worst has been one. or I think I got a two in (laughs) round two or something like that. But I got seven last weekend.
3: I only tip on here, and I don't even keep count.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, We started off on Friday night uh, with the Eagles and the Bulldogs. Again, a scrappy and wasteful affair. I mean, even in the third quarter, there were two goals kicked. Yeah, It was that kind of game. It was that kind of weekend, too.
3: Yeah. Right? It was all around sort of sloppy play, which I mean, for some, for some games that were never going to be crackers, that made them interesting by comparison. Yeah. So it was sort of a messy round, in this, but that's not what we expected from West Coast and the Bulldogs. We expected them to no. be a little bit more cleaner, because both fast playing through the middle
2: teams. No, Bulldogs can do that, though. They do tend to um, have the you know, frequent, not, not infrequent um, scrappy play. Yeah that's, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough, actually.
0: Uh, especially this year. They haven't been that crisp and clean. Like we said, the, a few of their wins, they've had moments of crispness. Yeah. Uh, and that's been enough. Yeah. But, I mean, in this one, well, eight points. But, really, it should have been a couple of goals because Josh Kennedy was kicking like shit.
3: Yep. And it's been one of those uh, seasons where... I saw an article in somewhere online from one of the publications talking about if, if goal-kicking is an afterthought. And I think it's yeah. really just the style of... Uh, Getting people running through the ground and just keeping it, locking in your forward time. And it's just the law of if you have enough shots, sooner or later you're going to get goals. It's going to happen, yeah. So you don't really need dedicated goalkeepers anymore. It's just people who can put forward line pressure on and just try and run the opposition ragged, pretty much.
0: But it was only a couple of years ago. Remember, Luke Bruce was going for the record. So, I mean, the the focus is there and people know for it. But um, I wonder if it's. It just uh, the, the insistence that uh, you don't need a kick or drop punt. You know, there's there's the dribble yep. kicks, like Dunstall says. and Yeah. Um, we the long or, fucking torps, though. Yeah, the, well, they never go in anymore. See, I can understand
3: if you're outside, but if you're at Eddie's Stadium, there's no excuse. I yeah. mean, this is outside, but that's just an example. There's see, yeah. plenty of them, like, lining up. 45-degree angle, go for the snapshot.
0: It just doesn't. I'm yeah. going to start a, a Reddit, uh, a closed Reddit thread, or what do they call it, subreddit. Yep. Just drop punt. Porn. Drop punt Cunt <laughs> Drop punt Porn And it's just Just set shots That yeah, go straight It, be,
3: it was, was da- Day- Darcy Pierce Daisy Pierce The chick Who was yep. playing for Melbourne Yeah yep. nice, Photos of her Kicking the footy
0: No it would just be The guys that you know, Or
2: um oh, what's the Taylor The girl who's Harris. kicking? Yeah who's kicking ah, style pretty much That's probably what I am talking who, about She does the splits
0: Um yeah. It'll be you know Jordan Lewis from the boundary line where he kicks drop punts like yeah. that's that's it you know straight yeah. straight run up none of this round the corner yep. straight through at uh, half goal post height that's it. But he's doing uh, it for uh,
2: Melbourne. Is that a cry wank?
0: No, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's about the drop punt. Yeah, and you know Eddie Betts you're not you're not welcome. No, but Taylor Walker he's,
3: he made his name off kicking well, drop punts from 50 out from right on the boundary yeah. line and slotting them through. Yeah, nothing so wrong with people that. Like See, that, that. That kind, kind of,
0: of gets gonna, stuff gets in there. They're going to wear capes soon. Yeah, um, I think Sam Mitchell in this game also equaled Robert Harvey's record for most games with 30 posies or more. Oh, really? So it's not a bad effort. I uh,
3: surprised. I'm not surprised, actually, that um, Rob's got that, but um, I thought there'd be a lot more contenders out there, like someone like Voss or some of the Brisbane dynamic midfield.
0: See, the thing is, there's not many players that have that longevity. Um, yeah, You know, like, like those guys, like Simon Black, I, without looking, I'd say he'd have more 30 game possessions than Voss. Yeah, Just because, well, one, he played for longer. Yeah. But he he was, you know, as good in his, you know, last 20 games as he was in, yeah. you know, two seasons before that and, and before that. Yeah. You know, a lot of midfielders, when they get older, they end up resting down in the forward pocket. Whereas guys like Black and, and Sam Mitchell, yeah. nah, you're in the middle, son.
3: And if Ablett could stay on the park for a while, I mean, yeah. he'd be up there. But I can't wait to get to Geelong and they just bathe him in stem cells or something. <laughs> <laughs> Put his Gatorade and his... Uh... Holy water, whatever the fuck it takes. It'll be all Keep of them that. It'll become good. All of it. Yep.
0: Um, but uh, anyway, West Coast get a, a big scalp at home. Um, still does little to shake their tags, though.
3: Yeah, it does little to dent the confidence of the Bulldogs. Yeah. I mean, they always want to be the underdogs, so things are going pretty neat for them. They're going to be the bottom bottom four at the moment and pushing their way up for That's the
0: it. final. They don't care where they yeah. finish in the top eight, as long as yep. they finish in there.
2: Prutus looking all right. Yeah, like, he did yeah. well. He was, uh, well, all over the place. Some great tackles, too. Yeah, Yo was the same.
3: I mean, he put in his, probably one of his better performances of the season, but he's still inconsistent consistent game to game. Yep. Uh, so you just need consistency from him. And Gaff, Gaff's in a lot of it, but hasn't seemed to make made a lot of difference yeah. in the last few weeks. So it has been some shockers too with him. I think they're running thin on the,
2: sort of the fleshing out their 22 players. Mm. After yeah. halftime, West Coast got one goal, nine.
0: Yeah, and Josh Kennedy was the worst culprit. Um, and usually, you know, set shots, that's his bread and butter. Yeah. But it does say something though that he got eight, scoring shots did he have something like that three uh, goals, five, six oh so so he's getting a lot of um a lot of the ball anyway yep. And he, yeah. his lead up was brilliant so yeah so there's that side of it for it's him not quite Jay Schultz effort no <laughs> um that was great how he threw the boots into yep. I love that <laughs> all right on to Saturday Hawthorne played Brisbane down in Tassie and this was Jesus Christ this is hard to watch that's, just, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't worth it. There's not much to say about it, really. I mean, the game happened, but... Yeah. Well, right. I thought
3: the second quarter, like Hawks a bit slow off the blocks, but they got their shit together. Not that they was going to run away with it in the second, so I was like, well, I'm done. You I and did something else, but then that remained shit, made sure they yeah. kept the Lions into it and did their best to try and lose it.
0: Um, the Lions were hopeless, and Hawthorne were barely better than that. Yeah. And that's the only reason they won. So Lions are just better losers than this day. Pretty mm. much. They've shown fight. In the the other games this year, the yeah. Brisbane, but not in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a long season for him again. Hmm. The surprising
2: part of this round to me is that so many teams who lost actually won the the hitouts, like uh, Stephen Martin with sixty three taps.
0: Yeah, he yeah. Dom- dominated um, in the middle. I mean, he's up against uh, big boy and Jack Fitzpatrick. Hawthorne yep. went in with a very tall side, um, but uh, McEvoy had an off off day, and he's been uh, been all right the last couple of weeks, but. Yeah, Concentration
3: has to be more around sort of uh, not so much uh, getting the taps because uh, there's always going to be one ruckman who's going to be more dominant, so there's not a whole lot you can do it. So you have to almost plan from the start when you know you're going to lose taps. Watch, yeah. your, watch your game game plan after that. Whereas the other team, they're going to be like, all right, we're winning taps, so here's what we have to do. And I don't know if they really plan on their contingency plans for when they don't actually get first possession after the tap.
2: Yeah, I'll, I have no idea what uh, the strategy they give to AFL ruckman and mids, but you know, back when I, I was 14 years old playing ruck the first thing I did was talk to my rovers and say here's what I'm going to try and get it yep does help when your rovers were all Australian level players <laughs> initially. And, yeah uh, mm-hmm. um, but, all Australian under 18s anyway but um, I, I mean that's to me letting your rovers know we're going to try and tap it yep might be something worth uh, worth discussing and when when talking to a ruckman keep it short and simple <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't confuse the fuckers yeah. it's, not, it's
0: just forward yeah <laughs> forward
3: for some people yeah. being tall is their best talent
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think out of this season for Hawthorne, all we're getting is uh, Ryan Burton. I think he might be really good for the uh, Rising Star. Not. Uh,
2: uh, well, you're saying what you're getting is O'Brien, I think, has emerged a lot better. Uh, has,
0: well, yeah, I thought he was on the chopping block. He took some nice grabs again um, uh, this week. But yeah, I think Ryan Burton could be um, a sneaky one for the Rising Star. The few others are falling away, um, so... He's going to get a lot of game time and, you know, um, with uh, Stratton's gone down now with a knee, yeah. so that means he's going to take on more responsibility. Um, him and Hardwick have been the two, well, and yeah. O'Brien, yeah, have Hardwick. been the, the highlights for Hawthorne this year. Yeah.
2: With Rioli injured too, that's that's massive. Yeah, it's another, it,
0: yeah. it'd be a good month or so out In for him. Um, probably not a bad idea for him anyway because he, he hasn't been playing well this year. Yeah. Not to get injured. I can't no, tell with... Just have a few weeks out.
3: I can't tell with the Hawks whether it's hard to be on the chopping block or if everyone's on the chopping block because, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going so well, but they've got no draft picks coming up and they've got injuries coming up, uh, coming left, right and centre, well, so...
0: This is our worst year for injuries yeah. since mm-hmm. so I'm still trying to figure out,
3: is, is everyone the chopping block or is everyone in there by way of not having anyone else to, to come in? No, I
2: think a lot of players yeah. are trade bait. Yeah, but... Um, end of the season... If, uh, if players are thinking of retiring, they yeah. might actually think of uh, hanging on for a little bit and getting traded. they the first club whose uh, players leaving, an excuse is going to be, I want to leave home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> want to go somewhere else. Yep. Well, that, the problem is, we don't have trade bait. Yeah. Because the players that are out of form, guys like Josh Gibson, who's getting caught yep. holding the ball three or four times every game. Yeah. Nobody's going to trade for him.
2: Yeah. Oh, I can see Bergman going back to port.
0: He's the one who has actually been good, but yeah, I, I can't, because I, I know he's got kids. You know, and they're school age, that kind of stuff. He's probably going to hang up the boots. He could go back to Port just for the fairy tale, but I can't see it
2: happening. And Port, they're a good side.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're Mm. on the the up. They're certainly a lot closer to their next flag than Hawthorne are at the minute. Um, (laughs) But anyway, yeah, it was a shit game. Um, I got so bored watching it, but I still watched it through to the final. God knows why. Um, On to St Kilda versus Carlton. And hasn't this stirred up some, uh, some talk?
2: I liked it. I like this game.
0: Um, it was a great game. I mean, uh, St. Kilda always had too much talent. Um, Jack yep. Billings played the game of his life. Yeah. Kicking five and getting 30 touches. Yeah,
3: yeah. got him early too, so he was always on on, on form.
0: Yeah, it, it's too bad. A lot of the talk, well, most of the talk,
2: has been about the sledge.
0: I thought it was, it's great, but the, the talk around the sledge is absolutely stupid. Yeah. Okay, so for those that aren't aware, um, Mark Murphy was copying a few sledges about his wife. And he uh, gave some back about... Um, Carlisle and the Coke and his cocaine stuff, which, yeah. you know, isn't really hearsay at all, is it? Since yeah, no. he snapchatted the basket. Um, and then, you know, melee and shoes, fines will come out of it and so on and so forth.
2: What the fuck can you say? Like, granted, why, you know, family's not really fair game, but it's going to fucking happen. Like, you're, if you're out in the field, what there's going to be the, you know, I slept with your wife, uh, you know, how's, how's the wife and my kids? chances are, it's true too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, what I don't like What I don't understand is some people that are comparing it and saying, you know, this is workplace bullying. You know, in any other workplace, you couldn't do that. (laughs) They're footballers, mate. In any other workplace, you can't go up and tackle your opposition and throw them into the ground.
2: Yeah. You mean you're not allowed to tell your workmates you slept with their missus? You ain't
3: patting your teammates on the bum either. You're not going to the COR. Good job, Tiger. Get him next year.
0: Well, that's it. You can't go to the competition. Yeah, true. I mean, when I was working at Coles, I couldn't run up to a Woolies bloke, punch him in the face, and go, yeah, you're right. I had hold of his shirt. A thousand bucks. Yeah. I'll I'll come back next week. (laughs) I
2: thought (laughs) there would have been a, a. a bounty on that sort of shit. And the thing is, at the end of the day, a sledge is only offensive if you care.
3: So yeah. why the fuck do you care what this dude's saying? Exactly. <laughs> Be him with a footy or come up with a better sledge. Unless
0: he's showing you photos. then we yeah. got, you
3: know. I feel like ratting him out is almost like tapping out. That's like complaining. I
2: mean, yeah. it's a bit different depending on. Like well, uh, for the Glen McGrath, <laughs> the Glen McGrath bit when he's like, you know, oh, he, he said something to McGrath about, fuck your wife and his wife's dealing with terminal cancer. I can see getting sensitive about that.
0: Oh, there's been other ones where players have had to go at, um, like, the other player's kids and that kind yeah, of that's, stuff. That's not You up. go, okay. But But that's fair enough to punch them then. That's yeah, where it even's yeah, out. Just, just uh, belt the bloke and when it the, comes to the tribunal just say well, there you go. here's what it did. Um job done. Sometimes like they say, Oh, you can't we've got to have a, a code of conduct and that kind of stuff. And like I think the players they sort of yeah. self police. And they're grown ass men. Yeah. I'd, exactly. I find
2: it funny that Tim Watson was the one recommending that. Whatever.
0: He, he's got yeah. to say something. You've got to fill a lot of air time.
2: Yeah, cool story, bro. That's I just code of conduct just, number one. Don't do peds
0: the, the comparison to say, you know, in any other workplace, what yeah. the fucking point is? It it's not like any other workplace. That's it's exactly different. Right. Yeah, I wish we could go punch some co-workers and pay a thousand dollar fine and come back because I had hold of his shirt suspended fire
2: <laughs> we should get, get a three week suspension still get half pay yeah. <laughs> like that. I'll, I'll settle for that I love to set a shepherd <laughs> when uh, old mate's going on the toilet
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have actually done that boom oh, it's my urinal <laughs> no, lay on. on fair bump
2: <laughs> Upstairs at work there's the the disabled toilet that's the the poo thrown <laughs> well that's we had to go in next yeah just throw the hip and shoulder on nah no, mate you're going on the regular <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but besides the game I mean um Carlton put up a bit of a fight, but yeah, like we said, just St Kilda too good in the end. Yeah,
3: St Kilda's always St Kilda's to lose, I and mean, Carlton are that team that will actually put that pressure on to make you lose those games. So I was still like, ah, maybe Carlton might come back here and uh, do us all a favour, but
2: no, not enough of the ball. Um, disposals four twenty to three five one, and efficiency seventy seven to seventy six. So pretty close, but uh, Carlton just you know when you lose the disposals by seventy. It's pretty telling, especially when there's a pretty equal efficiency.
0: Yeah, well, they were just beaten by a better side. I That's mm. what it all comes down to. Hey, uh, and Ro- the Saints
3: weren't good on the day either, let's be honest. There were so many yeah. turnovers. Good enough.
0: Yeah. Um, but like I said, their top-end talent. They had a couple of stars that, like we said, Billings played the game of his life. Yeah. That's going to make a massive difference. Yeah, um, Seb Ross could be in the discussion for All-Australian. Who would yeah. have picked that at the start of the year? Yeah, I would
3: definitely want to pick that.
0: Yeah, I reckon he's having a, a great season who thus far. Have, who
2: could have picked him out of a lineup? Yeah,
3: Yeah, yeah. that
0: as well. Um, well, it's easy at uh, St. Kilda, just yell, Jack, and the one, <laughs> the one that doesn't put his hand up, oh, Art <laughs> Um On to the next one, we got GWS getting their first win of all time against Collingwood. I didn't yeah. realise they hadn't beaten Collingwood yet.
3: Neither did I. Yeah. I wonder if they've actually played um, Collingwood at home before.
0: I think they've played a few times at, uh, yeah. at the showgrounds, and Collingwood travelled to Sydney well um, for some reason. Yeah, um,
3: this was, just, a, it was like, a good, good tight contest. Not the most, uh, there was pretty messy, but that's how Collingwood wanted to make it. That's the way that they're going to win.
2: I do love to come from behind as well.
3: Yeah, but I mean it was always pretty even throughout the throughout the day, so it was a fair contest and uh, lots of uh, you know people playing for keeps. Yep, um, Pennerby got got uh, was it penbury got cleaned up or someone else? I can't remember. Oh. Anyway, I like that it's close contest, and also just the way people give Stevie J credit for the for the the Chromie. and also giving shit to the Collingwood defenders for not being back on the last line. But it yep. was that kick from the middle that yeah. made all the difference. Yeah. that was a good Different,
0: seventy meters. i was going to say it's uh, a fifty to fifty five kick is what usually happens. Yep. but you go just that little bit extra when yeah. you get that seventy meter kick. Like you're saying, just clears that line and clears that yeah. congestion, and I mean Stevie J hits that pack running flat out. Yeah, I mean you say it's lucky that the ball fell, but it's movement at those uh, stoppages. Yeah, um, that's so hard to, you know, to curb.
3: Yeah, and and that forced the, the last line of defence to come forward. Had to make a decision: do we stay at home or do we come forward? Yeah. And that indecision is what creates those opportunities for Steve J to come through. And they were the ones running towards goal, so it's always going to be easy for them to be able to shark that ball.
2: And didn't he fucking love it? Oh, as you would. Oh, like
3: uh, I see him running, and they had the to slow mo on him
2: after he'd come through the goals, and he's just got Screaming. the spittle flying yeah. out of his mouth. Yep. Oh, I love and like, and look, uh, honestly, I think uh, the game's a bit past DBJ. He, he bobbed up here, he'd done fucking well. But uh, I I don't see him being in their grand final side, but he was fucking handy this game. <laughs> and he, if it's not, it's not going to be for lack of want. Well,
3: to be fair, he's, how many people in Collingwood have a grand final experience?
0: Him and Shaw? In GWS? Yeah. Plus Mumford? Mumford,
3: oh yeah. yeah, true. That's one on each line, maybe he gets a slot just from that.
0: Yeah, could be. Yep. Well, I mean he wasn't there for the prelim last year, so he owes him one. Yeah, yep. that's true. Um speaking of Mumford, um, I saw quite a lot uh Collingwood playing an undersized ruckman and Brody Grundy. Uh Brody Grundy, yep. yeah. He was having a great year.
3: He had a great game too. Yeah.
0: Uh, he he won the ruck duel. Yeah. He but is but doing very well. I saw uh, especially on the centre bounce, like Darcy Moore was outleaping Mumford easily. Really? And getting the I didn't first hand to that, actually
3: to the to the ball. Yep. Um He's unassumingly tall though. He is, and, and
0: he's athletic. Yeah. So that's why it's centre bounces where he can run and leap, as opposed to around the ground where yeah. Mumford could just lean on him. And, yeah. You know, he can't move then.
3: But even when when to kicked that goal from the ruck uh, in the forward pocket, yep. there he manhandled Mumford out, out from underneath that ball.
0: He's a very smart ruckman, and yeah. that is so rare. And he's definitely bulked up <laughs> for
3: the off season as yep. well. Yeah. Like he's pretty jacked at the moment.
0: I think he had a, a really decent year last year, but this year he's he's taking it up again, which is yeah. you know really great for them. So.
2: But again, Grundy wins. rock Jewel, uh, Collingwood lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Uh, there's just too many. Again, too many stars on GWS. Cameron um, looked dangerous every time he went near the ball. Yep, and K- was six for the for the week. It's not a bad effort. I think uh, Ben Reid w- went forward for a little bit, um, and now sure. he he's, looks like he's going to miss a couple of weeks as well. So right. And uh, that's not going to help Collingwood, although they play Hawthorne this week, so it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, young boomer Josh Kelly, 36 disposals, one goal one. He's going to look great next year.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
3: apparently
2: next year is going to be the All-Australian team at
3: North Melbourne, apparently, if you read the papers. Anyone who's playing good at North Melbourne next year, with the and money. All, all I'm caring about is the
2: horse in the papers.
0: I say every new player that comes up, oh, oh, Sam Reid from Sydney. Yeah. He could go back to Melbourne yeah. and... North Melbourne and Collingwood are in the discussions. I'm like, of course, they are. And Collingwood's always just right in there.
3: See, do you feel like I feel like North Melbourne need to choose a different suburb north of Melbourne, except for North Melbourne, because there's fuck all there. It's just like community housing. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't think they should be like, like Preston or, or Dor- Thornbury or something. Doreen, Doreen.
0: <laughs> I'd love to see them out of the Doreen the kangaroos, Russell,
3: the Russell kangaroos, <laughs> Broad Meadows kangaroos. That that's, that's not that, go that far. That's not that far. You wouldn't wish you not go out there. <laughs>
0: but uh, I mean, at least out in Doreen, you'd actually see some kangaroos.
3: Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, so yeah Northgate actually
0: anyway um, Collingwood 2 and 6 now or 3 and uh, 6
2: no no they've only got 2 wins
0: 2 alright 2 uh, wins I feel
2: like they're an unlucky
3: 2 wins 2 and they 6 they are a little bit yeah they are um, yeah, and it makes me pretty happy
0: <laughs> I, I still think they're in the right direction but I mean yeah it, I think it is good that uh, Eddie's come out and said there will be no mid-year sackings, and he's said yeah. that for quite a long time. However, I, your line at seventeen round seventeen is still a great line. I'm feeling confident. Um, Sports
2: bet, pay, uh, take notice. Sure, uh, but
0: you know he, he could make it all th- all the way through to, to the end of yeah. the year still, just because their development is right. They're just missing a few key parts. Yeah, considering like a coach. That, <laughs> that's one of them. But considering they get whatever they want in the trade table every year. Yeah. Or the delistings or uh, free agents. Yep. It's amazing they're still missing parts. Well,
2: look at at every line. They've got winners. And they've got players that you want in your team. Like, at the moment, Grundy. Probably the the form ruckman of the comp. Uh,
0: If it's not Jacobs, it's him. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then you look... um, You know, Forward is probably their only recur area. Yes, yeah. But even so, if... I don't know more Or but, how? No, it's uh, just
3: key forwards
0: because they've got Elliot who's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. just come um, back from injury though, so he's yeah. probably
2: taking a couple of games to
3: get yeah. right. Blair it, takes a little while. His yep.
0: solo's good. You but,
2: take Trelaw and your team any day of the week. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking nothing's he's good. Uh, and even Sidebottom hasn't been too bad. Yeah. Adams as well, but I think
3: he, he out this game. Well.
2: He was out this game, I think. Mm. Uh, so that probably hurt him a lot. I know oh Tad Adams was
3: playing. Yeah, who's was the it other is. Adams? The two Adams? The Adams family. <laughs> It could you know, have been one of the dudes in my super team was out this week. Somebody That's in what, your is So out. I got a big donut for that, by the way.
0: Yeah, and fuck him. Yep. Um, on to the next one, which is the the country match. I, I don't know. I, I know it's Sheedy started this shit, but um, whatever. It means that Lee Kernigan comes out and gets to see the MCG for a change.
3: <laughs> he gets another gig this year.
0: Um, and uh, Essendon were all over Geelong. I mean, realistically, this uh, this score line is flattering to Geelong.
2: I, I don't. When you think country matches, why do you think Essendon?
0: Because Sheedy said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just, uh, he always got the
3: idea, and Aston uh, yep. asked and chucked them in there. Yep. Oh, what a...
0: what well, I mean, he's not, it's not like he's going to, you know, design a game for other teams besides yep, Essendon, yeah, yeah. when Essendon's paying his bills.
3: And it's fair to be against Geelong as well. Yeah, I mean, well, They are the country.
2: There's no gypsum team, so it may as well be Geelong. Might as well call it the airline match. One's out at Avalon, one's out at Essendon Airport. Fuck
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah, do. Not bad, not bad but area. i tell you what, if, it, sheets get on that. if next year it's the Doreen Kangaroos, you, you got your yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's how you got to muscle your way in. Um, I did read that this was the biggest discrepancy in tackles of all time. I really? did read that. Um, and I, I think that like Selwood and Dangerfield had three between them or something stupid. Um, really? But to be fair, wow. nine times out of 10, they've got the ball, you know, and it's, it's hard to lay a tackle when you're being tagged.
2: That's well, true. Merritt took 12, like 12 tackles, uh, thrown yeah. in with 33 possessions. because he's, he's running around
3: he's Selwood. Well. How did he score a fuck all on a supercoach?
2: <laughs> he got 150. What are you talking about? Did he? Ah, oh, that's right. No,
3: that's
0: someone else. Why
3: don't I have his captain in <laughs> no, no, a supercoach? Dumb fucker.
0: Um, Oh, and I, that's right. I did want to have a, a special word just to Essendon fans at the moment because there were some absolutely ripping rundowns by Tip and Woody. Mm. And he caught like, especially that one where he caught uh, Selwood holding the ball.
2: His rundowns are a highlight. Like he's doing it every week now. He's yeah. doing
0: it every week. So all I want to say to Essendon supporters is enjoy this. Take a moment to appreciate it, um, because in a couple of years' time. He's going to be the commentator's new Cyril Rioli. They're going to absolutely bury it into the ground. You're going to be sick of hearing everyone else complaining about, Jesus Christ, They love that Tip and Woody. It doesn't matter that he's Aboriginal. They're just going to run with it. It's going to be the same. They're going to compare him to Cyril Rioli until the next Aboriginal kid comes along, which they will compare to Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Which is probably Daniel Rioli. So enjoy it for now. Because it's going to be ruined for you in a couple of years'
2: yeah, time. In fairness, Essendon have had a pretty fucking hard run. So if you're going to tell them, oh, they're going to be talking about your star player oh, so much I'm be sick telling of it. them to enjoy it. They'll take that.
0: Enjoy it for now.
2: Yeah, they might start listening to social media and shit again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and Joey Denneho has got to be said, after a, he had a great week and a shocker, um, followed it up with another great week. Um, yep. So reliable on the uh, <clears throat> drop pump porn um, yep. from, from 50 out, especially the, the sealer right at the end. Um, finishing off the good work from, I think Zacharakis.
3: Yeah, and I think um, that's one of the big difference was just the accuracy. I mean, God, obviously massive with thirteen goals, fifteen, yep. and the other team kicked seventeen, eight. It's obviously you know that, that tells us half the story there. You've
0: done enough, yeah, exactly. Um, and Essendon were probably their most impressive win since coming back. I thought they were going to fall away um, during mid-season. Yeah, um, but this was uh, this is great work from.
3: Yeah, I mean the last quarter looked ominous uh, from the start there, but they managed to hold on and pull it together. And there's going to be a team builder for them as well. Any sort of doubts they would have had, uh, you know, that could be a bit of a confidence boost.
2: Yeah, I still think they're going to drop away a bit, but, um, you know, this is one of their seasons where they're, they're not, um, not trying to make a run of finals, they're just trying to get everything together.
0: Oh, I think they'll be just outside finals. So, I don't but think, I don't next think year spoken, they're going to be better. I
3: don't think you have right. spoken to many Essence supporters. <laughs> they're ready to go. Forget the tiki train.
0: Well, we will get to that. <laughs> um, okay, and the other amazing game, um, Adelaide Crows, after suffering their first loss for the year, and fair to say embarrassed down in Tassie last week. Yeah. Front up against Melbourne. Get uh, a decent amount in front. Well, we got about five goals in front. Uh, yeah, about that. And then Melbourne just go, oh, I've had a fuck enough of this. Yeah, Where was this from Melbourne?
3: I don't know. But I, couldn't, I could not believe that I, I missed this game. I didn't get to watch it live. And I still watch it to this day because I want to watch the match from beginning to end. I just yep. want, didn't want, just want to watch the highlights. Fox Footy did never replay from yesterday until tomorrow. Well, that's got to be bullshit. If that's the best game of the round, and I couldn't even get a chance to to watch him,
0: it's 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 amazing. Like when it was uh, when it was happening, I was like I said, watching the wrong game. Yeah, and then um, I sort of went back and checked the scores. I'm like, holy shit, Melbourne are in front. Melbourne are comfortably in front. Yeah, and started having a look at what's going on. Um, I tell you what, they've uh, Adelaide have got something to um, to address here. And that's Twice in a row Rory Sloan's been hard tagged And yeah. they've been killed Yeah And when you're talking about Ruckman winning the The jewels, Josh um, mm. he's,
2: Was this uh, Jacob's got 74 Yeah
0: Equal second Or second all time uh,
2: I think second all time
0: And yet they lost Clearances 2-1 to
2: Yeah So this round Every team with a, a good Ruckman Has lost And how the fuck Is that possible?
0: Yeah, I could say you have to watch this again, but it is just because uh the Melbourne midfielders were fucking feral. Yeah. They just said, nah, this is not fucking happening and they were relentless all day. And the exact opposite of what they were last week against Hawthorne, because they were really I don't know, lazy. Yeah. Was Even it
3: Bernie Vincent's two hundredth or three hundredth or two fifty? What was his milestone?
0: I think just being back in Adelaide.
3: Yeah, who would have been love going out with these <laughs> mates there, giving him shit. It would have been it would have been uh, upset. The Dangerfield still wasn't in the team.
0: Yeah, Say so he's done it to the Crows before with Dangerfield, yeah, yeah. obviously. Um, there's some great work from uh, the Melbourne Footy Club's media team as well. Oh, they were excellent, weren't they? Yeah, they're, they're loving it. Yeah. and put up the weekend at Bernie's.
3: Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. dancing. Yeah. and,
2: <laughs> and Pedro managed to get three three good goals. The bear, the bear. Pedo bear, I don't know. I was wrong. The Josh's nickname. No, apparently that's the Jitty's nickname. Pedo. it well, makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, because strange fucking. No, um, but uh, <laughs> no, I just realised that kind of sounded wrong. Makes sense. Uh, not insinuating anything there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's um, you know being a, a North cast off. He was a bit unlucky. He's one of those guys that, like McKernan, almost good at so many things, but just lacking yep. in that um, <laughs> yeah. extra ability. But uh, three goals. Got quite a few touches. A few tackles. Bit of marking. Done really, really well. This is his best game I've seen.
0: Um, Melbourne also had four players with 30 touches or more. Um, right. in, including Michael Hibbert, who's obviously his mm. best game.
2: Turn it on this season.
3: Well, he's only
0: played, what, two or three, three games three for Melbourne? Game, I think. Yeah. This is his first year Probably over maybe there. Three games.
2: Yeah. I well, really like Petrarca as well. Like, you talk about hard in the midfield. He's a kid who's you know, <clears> throat> barely throat> old enough to yeah. shave. Yeah, yeah he, he's, a tank.
0: he's the next Joel Selwood. He's a fucking tank. Mm. Um,
2: just And utterly fearless.
0: No, he's good, which uh, is, is fortunate for Melbourne as well, because their other big signing was Brayshaw, and he yeah. had another knock on the head in the VFL. Um, yeah. So he looks like he's done for this year. Yep. And, uh, you know, it could be one of those things you think, what are you going to do um, going forward? But anyway, uh, for the players that actually did play, um, Eddie Betts kicked a really nice goal early on when Adelaide Wappen running. You see that? Lovely yeah, it wasn't s- drop out. Lovely spin move. Yeah, it wouldn't make drop pump pawn. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, did not make goal of the week. In the for the uh, you know they picked three goals to go for goal of the week. Yeah, didn't make it, Eddie bets and didn't deserve to because yep. there was that many other uh, great goals this weekend. Yeah, it was a weekend for highlights, if not uh, great games. Yep, um, including one from uh, Clayton Oliver, who's uh, gone for the uh, check side. I guess you can call it a check side. No, yeah, check side in Adelaide, didn't it? Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, sp- spun it out of the tackles and slapped it straight onto the boot. Didn't even look the top of the goal square. No, says fuck this guys, I got this. <laughs> I know what I'm fucking doing.
3: I think that's been the key with Melbourne is on our pre- <clears throat> on our preseason primer. We're saying that they've got some young young kids that they've got in who had talent uh, showing through the younger grades, and they need to really step up and fill those those spots. And like yeah. Oliver was one of them, and Salem was another one who's jumped up and done his part as well. Yeah, he's good. And so those those people not consistently doing every game, but there's someone stepping up, which is sort of giving them a bit more confidence, and they can cover some injuries when they're out. Like even yeah. when Hogan was out; they're playing good, weren't winning, but they're playing good. So I think that's really been their advantage this season, or their positive moving forward.
0: Right, and they're better for it. I mean, they're losing players. You know, Obviously, Gorn and Spencer and the back, yeah. and Hogan didn't play this one either. Mm. So those other guys have got to step up, especially through the midfield.
2: Well, Clayton Oliver's fifth on the uh, contested possession stat, and he's only behind really? uh, Fife, Rockcliffe, uh spawns Kennedy in Dangerfield that's some pretty elite talent to be uh, with yeah, your name around exactly. right.
3: yeah. and it's not, it's not often you find young kids who are brave contested. enough to really just go in there and put their body over the ball and, and come out on
0: top well it's easier for him because he's a redhead he has no soul Most, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: but he, he turns into a, up to a bar I'm asking for ID because yeah. Yeah. He, he looks like he's 12 but to get the contested possessions he does at a, with his body size and his youth fuck, it looks good for him
0: Um what did you make of uh, Sam Jacobs with a walk-off KO on Jaden Hunt?
3: I don't get to see it. I haven't oh, seen the highlight yet. You've
0: got to see it. Like yep. so I
3: didn't want to watch any of the game because I want to watch them from beginning well, to end.
0: Hunt goes to uh, tackle him and um, through no fault of Jacobs whatsoever, Hunt hits his uh, head on Jacob's shoulder oh, really? or thereabouts and lights out. Right. It,
2: I think it, he sort of did a bit of a shimmy, didn't
0: he? Uh, something like that, yeah. but it, it was... There was, wasn't even looked at by the MRP and it didn't deserve yeah, to be no, no, either. That, that, yeah, it was just perfect. purely part of it. But you, it was light out and face plant straight down. It was like WWE style. <laughs> like knocked him against
3: the ropes they come back with <laughs> that shoulder block.
0: And he's just like, boom, boom. It's, you can see it like almost buried his forehead in the turf. Jeez. Exactly. But, I mean, he gave the thumbs up to the crowd on the way off. But realistically, <laughs> when you go out uh, like that, wh- that, take a week.
2: Yeah. Shit, yes.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. It was good for Jacobs to give a thumbs up to the crowd. Yeah,
0: exactly. But uh, even so, that uh, he left the game early, um, like a couple of umpires did. Game finished only yeah. two umpires. Interesting. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jaden Hunt still had twelve touches um, for the night, which is one more than Rory Sloane, who played all game. Yeah, shit. Which says a lot for how good Bernie God, Vince damn, was. Mm. Does he get Brownlow votes for that? Bernie Vince, you he, oh. get you get Best and fairest votes. Yeah, umpires won't won't
2: notice that, no. uh,
3: especially until especially on the tour. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to see if, like. The, if there's any noticeable difference in uh, flow of the game with only two umpires, like just missing little things and
0: or letting the uh, little things go, yeah, because fuck it, I ain't running that yep. far.
3: <laughs> yep, I feel like that's a more Australian way to approach the game.
0: I- I'm waiting for the knee-jerk reaction um, to come out of the AFL. That, okay, we- we're going to have four reserve umpires at every single game now. Yeah, um, because that's how what they do. A freak accident like this happens, and they usually, all right, well, this will never happen again. We're going to fix everything up now. Yep. Um, yeah, you because know, it. Never happens.
3: I want to so. be like a reserve goal umpire or something. That's be a weird job. <laughs> doing an Oh, my finger! Much. My finger's cramped. I can't do it. I can't do it.
2: <laughs> I want to see the umpire actually uh, hip and shoulder a player. Like see the umpire in the middle, ready to put the sticks. You know when the players come flying in and they end up crashing the umpire. Yeah, umpire just brace himself and
3: bang. That's really. We like a roid junkie umpire or something. Some huge motherfucker that could just <laughs> like,
2: actually compete with these guys. Not just know, be real before, weedy men. They're all all weedy except for Roden. Yeah, oh, yeah, true.
0: There yeah. Used to be a goal umpire with a big barrel chest. Remember? Yes, yeah, I the, do. The mo? Yeah, I think he had a soul patch, not a mo.
3: Oh, hang on, I was thinking of UFC referees. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that describes all <laughs> of there them. There was one shorter yeah. who
3: was literally like he looked like your poster boy for for roids. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking I massive. I remember the
0: one. Yeah, yeah, Popeye forearms. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there used to be a barrel chested goal umpire. I remember.
3: Let's get him back. Let's yeah, just, just bring back the thumbs up uh, signal with the goal umpire. Yeah. So you Rex Hunt. Uh,
0: um, all right. Uh, great win by Melbourne um, they'll enjoy that uh, on to the next one which is the Tigers who played 20 minutes and nearly got up over the line against Frio um, it was funny because we were on. I was on my way into uh, the North Melbourne Swans game yep. so I didn't watch this one but um, listening to it the, the commentators um, they are saying look this game is disgusting uh, Richmond are woeful yeah. you know Frio are going to walk away with it
3: I heard there was more action off the ball than on the
0: ball seemed to be seemed to be Cochin um, got in a nice jumper punch, which yep. I'm impressed that Cochin knew what one was. Yeah. Um, well,
3: you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Dusty's been obviously pulling on his <laughs> wing.
0: <laughs> um, Lucky Neil did fall, I'm saying, a little bit easy. Yeah. But anyway, he only got a thousand bucks for it. Um, but play the fourth quarter. Fourth hmm. quarter was all they, they needed to rock up for. And still couldn't get it done. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Well,
2: they, they did. They played great for the fourth quarter. Uh, just the last 10 or 20 seconds, struggle with. I didn't watch the whole game because
3: I have feelings. So I watched the, the first half to realise how crap a game it was and I didn't want to see the <laughs> the heartbreak at the end. I was like, alright, this was a really shit game we managed to pull together for a quarter. And um, yeah, it was relevant because we ended up not even bothering to do any defence and not bothering
2: to try and just get people into the middle and get on the ball. Well the worst thing is look at the scoreworm. Yeah. And it was so close to the end of the match that unless you zoom in, you can't tell <laughs> that the Dockers ended up ahead. Yeah. Uh,
3: I don't understand how, how land shepherds Dusty off of the yeah. ball. Like he's, he's a huge dude. He can go under his arms, around him. Like <laughs> you, you, can, you can anticipate what he's doing uh, three weeks in advance.
0: I'd, I'd like to see uh, a view of the entire ground before that ball was bounced. Yeah. and Just see where everyone was. Yep.
3: Um, oh, they were lining up regular. It seems ridiculous. Yeah. They could pump it in the forward line, get an easy t- tip off uh, and uh, kick the... Keep the, the winning goal,
0: but I mean the ball movement out of the middle was very very oh, crisp. Yeah. Yeah. But there should be like all your defenders should be on that side of the ball. The, yeah. Nobody running forward. Yeah, um, and then you know the, it, there should be Jack Rewalt on the forward fifty, and that is it. Yep. Nobody else on that half of the ground.
3: That's why you, you put your, your half forward line on your half back line. At least have a couple mm. people running through, so you're meeting whatever they if they do get the first first the tip of the ball you're meeting them head on plus you've already got your back line backing you up and and a uh, ball up's fine
0: uncontested mark though and it was a great kick it was a brilliant kick it was a great lead from Monday as well but I just don't know how it can happen
3: also was it uh, Ross Lyon was in the elevator or yeah, something, he's giving he up. It. He wasn't yeah. out coached, he was just like, Well, yeah. I can't do anything. Well, exactly. he's like he's up like pot committed now. He has to be angry when he gets into the rooms because he's left. He's like, Oh shit. I still <laughs> gonna
0: give him a spray. He's got that spray cocked and loaded. Yeah. He, yeah. He, somebody's got to cop it.
3: Yeah, you can't <laughs> back ah oh, sorry guys, I left halfway through. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> do
2: you reckon he still gave him a spray anyway? He's like, You shouldn't have fucking let him back in.
3: Of course like
0: come on guys. What were you thinking? <laughs> you reckon he rang up Zach Dawson and said, Mate, you weren't fucking here, but <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> I heard that Zach Dawson kicked the on and the waffle and that's about all he did so he's, he's struggling back there so, he Ooh, so he's
3: making his name for himself trying to push up his price to get traded well
0: <laughs> all I'm saying is you know we'll swap Burgoyne for him no worries
3: so what you're saying is North Melbourne 2018
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Frio were you know just outside the eight now uh, worked in some worked themselves up quite nicely but yep. uh,
2: as long as Fife and the Hills are uh, alive yeah
0: like I said you know Bradley Hill copped it a little bit of Hawthorne at times but when you realized that he's got three flags and he's only 23 years old. His best foot is ahead crazy. of him. Crazy, he's 23.
3: That's it's, crazy. It's, it's stupid. It's um, ridiculous.
0: And he's playing oh, I don't know if he's played this well for Hawthorne um that he's playing the, the first eight rounds this year. Yeah. Um, he hasn't put it, it together four coming.
2: quarters like he has been.
0: No. No. Um, at Hawthorne I meant. At Hawthorne yeah. Um certainly not not like he has recently. <laughs> um on to the China game. Um I, for one, am happy this game's finished now because we can stop fucking talking about what's going to happen and yeah. who's going to go there and all that kind of shit.
3: But the worst part was they're talking about, oh, I can't believe you're going to your home, Guernsey, you're going to you know, try and get oh, the, the no, Chinese no. market. They'll fuck all Chinese people there. Yeah. They like didn't that. give a shit.
2: I've got a theory about this thing. Um, they're talking about everyone, Koshy's doing his thing about, oh, you know, you've got to wear the different Guernsey. Oh, we're not going to invite him. He's just doing a pure Bernie Eccleston. So, you know, when Bernie Eccleston in F1 used to say things like, oh, we're going to put sprinklers on the tracks. Everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But they're still talking about the game. They're still talking about Port Adelaide. And that's what Koshi gives a fuck about. He doesn't care if people hate him. Just, uh, which is fortunate, because most people fucking do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the amount of media that uh, this game got was disproportionate to what was on the field. Ah, it was a shit game. And uh, what was in the stands.
3: <laughs> Who would have thought it was shit media in China? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, The funny part was, though, uh, they had Gilman Glocken over there, cause, and he was doing the whole meet and greet. He was saying and, Cox. Yeah, well, he was saying it was a very formal occasion, because it was almost um, a diplomatic event. Of so it, that it had, uh, you know, party officials and all this sort of stuff. And it would have been funny as hell just to see, you know, the corporate boxy sort of area, which you presume is there because, you know, you don't want to be amongst the peasants if you're part of the uh, elite party. Um... They would have been at the ground watching through glass, and right in front of them would have been some Aussie with his ass hanging out, <laughs> screaming about the stuff. Would have been almost like Eurovision with that bloke getting up yeah, on stage, yeah. running around with his ass out, which wasn't actually Australian, but uh, he must have thought, "Oh well, this is what you do when you got an Australian <laughs> yeah. cape on."
3: Also, they had uh, uh, Aussie food at the front, did they? Which I am guessing was Chinese. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> sweet and sour chicken. Well, yeah.
3: it was Gold Coast because Gold Coast home game, wasn't it? So, mm, yeah, good to make him feel at home. But um, speaking of the, the party. I don't know if they would have been too nice because obviously it's a fucking huge party, the Communist Party, and they've got everyone one person from each village uh, who has to sign up and be the representative. I remember watching this documentary. It was called "It's called the Fastest Changing Place on Earth." Right. It was about a city that they decided to uh, wipe out a village style and just build townhouses, like right. almost like like right next to each other, and give each one a, a shop front. Right. And as the party member, this dude obviously no one's happy. You are knock down your house, knock down your ability to make income. But the, the trade-off they were saying was going to give you a shop front so you can start your own business and sell so, whatever. Yep. And so everyone was complaining and they were protesting and they were trying not to make it happen. And so as a, as a sign of uh, commitment to the party, the party member for that area had to bulldoze his own house first. You've got to be the example. He's like, he's going to go to his wife and kids and tell him, uh, so yep, we have got to move. Bulldoze is coming like now. <laughs> Do you reckon he just went in and said, uh, "Do you want to go to your mother's for the weekend?" Yeah, sure. come so, back. What <laughs> the fuck? So, I'm interested to see what party members actually sent to that game because it was not very well attended.
0: Yeah. Um, what I like is, you know, when they have games once a year in places like Northern Territory, some local who gets on the piss and you know, runs out in streaks. That's not going to happen in China because nope. they're likely to get fucking shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I uh, I like that, but I mean, it has brought you know uh, some great uh, comedic moments out of the media. I don't know if you saw the bounce. No.
3: Oh yeah, I saw. It. I didn't see it. I just read about it.
0: Right. Well, I got a problem with it. If you're going to do the racist, miso sorry, um, voice, at least do it properly. It was a shit was racist it? voice. <laughs> really bad
2: one. It was yeah. more the Japanese style.
0: It, it yeah. wasn't even. It was. I thought it was a little bit of Irish. Yeah. It was a little bit of Scottish in there. It and was- Look,
3: I got made fun of by a whole room of Chinese people for my Cantonese. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they go you block good of chocolate now, at the end of it. You can't laugh at yourself, then you've got no right to laugh at anyone else.
0: <laughs> I just think, if you're going to be racist, be racist. Do it properly. <laughs> but Own it. Make sure it's funny, at least. Yeah, exactly. Right, I have no I thought, problem with racism. Right, so you
3: <laughs> I did
2: see, uh, a couple of weeks back, Port... Uh, no, uh, Triple A? Or? No, Triple M in Adelaide. Triple M in Adelaide had yeah. that comp where uh, pretend to be an Asian, yeah. do an Asian imitation. It didn't go down so yeah, well, but... Again,
0: uh, it's not funny. Yeah, that's a I shit idea. Some of the best comedians no have racist material. It's funny, though.
2: Yep. Funny. Most comedians have some material on race. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much all of them, yeah.
0: Like, Russell Peters made a career out of it. Yep. But, you know, <laughs> but he's Indian, so he's allowed. Okay. Um, pretty funny, actually. But anyway, at least they can stop talking about this game. I mean, Gold Coast Suns.
4: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
0: set themselves up with every excuse they could think of um, and they played shit so there's that excuse too.
3: Yep, and they used every single one of them.
0: Yep. Um, and now they got a week off for it. Alright, on to the last game which is the Swans and North. Uh, again, very weird game this one because uh, we actually got to attend this um, and watch it live. North looked like they were playing man-on-man for the first quarter or so right. and the lazy uh, man-on-man. So there's no defensive zones. They were all yep. trying to man up and Swans didn't play exceptionally well but they are yeah. able to hit a target 25 metres away and that's all you need to do
3: at North were able to hit a target from about 60 metres away it just wasn't one of their team members yeah. <laughs> didn't mm. they pick him
0: out in the, the forward line the amount
3: of times they get free running through the middle nah I got this man I'm getting a goal <laughs> from the centre <laughs> yeah. no nah, straight to a Swans supporter a Swans fan a uh, fucking
2: Swans player yeah, it's fucking frustrating and it's been happening for the last probably seven seasons in yeah. the, they've got a spot 25 out dead in front that's what they bomb it to every fucking time
0: uh, could it actually be that they missed Jared Wake who would have thought you'd, yeah. you'd be yeah. saying that?
3: Yeah, that or, or taking advice from Spud Froley or something, I think, because that was Richard's plan when he was at the helm. We're Ooh. still playing Pagan's Paddock.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Duck yep. is up in the commentary box and not uh, out in the field. But Benny Brown had a shocker. Um yeah. He just ran under the ball on the rare occasion he did um, get near it. Um, not very, you know, nobody could hit him on a lead anyway, even if he did get near yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Tarrant was the only good player I had. He did um, really well Buddy. I thought he was job.
2: utterly brilliant. The goal Buddy got was well, a bullshit oh, goal. That was yeah, made goal. He got an
0: absolute A grade bounce way back over his head that fell into Buddy's hands, and then Buddy juggled it and threw a boot at it in a week, yeah. which is skill in itself, but. Um, oh,
2: but um, no, no defender could have stopped that.
0: Tarrant did nothing wrong. No, no. There was nothing he could do.
3: Yep.
2: Um, he had a great day. He, he was, played he,
3: was he was forcing Buddy to go way right up the field as well so that yep. he had to try and get his own ball, which is what
2: you need. You need him to do that. I mean, I think Tarrant's having an, a spectacular season. Even though yep. North's record's not great, yeah. he has been utterly brilliant.
0: 100% yep. agree. Um, and there was one point in the first or second quarter um, when Tarrant was running off to the bench. Nothing's going on. Somebody's lying out for a shot on goal at either end. And uh, Sinclair, the ruckman for North, uh, sorry for the Swans, is running on, and Tarrant's just running off, and he just thought, nah, fuck him!" He ran straight over to him, <laughs> bumped him, grabbed him by the uh, the jumper, a little bit of shove, 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 and then went off to the bench. Yep. <laughs> I, thought, I don't know what started that or why. Like there was nothing happening, yeah. Or he just thought, "I'm going to go have a rest. I'm going to tire him out a little bit." <laughs> yeah, that's just Tarrant doing his thing. If that's what it was, that's brilliant. I love it. This, this
3: was like, we, we went to the game. I was I worked at halftime, admittedly. Pretty drunk. But um, this is the most lively I've seen the North supporters. People are actually I feel like she's yelling out, knowing what each you. player's name is. I told you, like, they're turning into Richmond fans. Yep, they really are. As long as
2: they're fucking turning up.
3: It was actually pretty well attended by Swans fans, too. I mean, they were yeah. fuck all there. When we but-
0: were we'll going to the game, it looked like a Swans home group. Yeah. Whereas, as we we'll were walking to the Oval.
3: Yep, because when I, I walked up, you know, just before half time, uh, when I was walking to the, the stadium from the train station, I saw a few Swans pe- people walking out and like coming back towards the train. So I was like, oh, shit, North might be giving a hiding. And I saw some North members walking out. It's like, oh, no, this is a shit game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was. It was ordinary.
3: Yeah. I thought Marley Williams did some good stuff. Not heaps of it, but he did some stuff. He's been handy.
0: He's a, he's a great chase. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he, ferocious. But oh, what he gets,
3: he's always eyes up, ready to, to do that first quick option to keep that, that running sort of flow going. Mm.
2: He needs to be looking at the one-twos, like uh, getting link-ups. Mm. But um, his, yeah. the,
0: his disposal's not great. Mm. Yeah. And that hurts him a lot.
2: One thing that was going to hurt North, too, is uh, Simpkins out. He looks like he's going to be out for about 10 weeks, I reckon. Oh, really? Um, shoulders going to need surgery. So, you know, and, uh, a young lad in his first season, he was looking pretty handy. Um, certainly confident. Enough. He's had some great uh, great crack, uh, great snaps at goals, some pretty shit uh, set shots. Yeah. But uh, having him sit out for so long, that's not great. I feel like
3: one people, that, one person that's really sort of played above what he was expecting to play was Cunnington. I think he's been a real
2: handy person, not even in the back line, but through the through the middle. No, see, I think he's been underrated for so long because he's not a fancy player. He's just a hard nosed. I, I want from the, the ball. Mick Martin school of footy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he well, he looks like Mick Martin. Tries to play like Dusty Martin, not quite as good. Yeah. Uh, granted, but uh, you can fall anywhere in between those two, then you are going to get a job. Yeah, and he's not afraid to to run with the ball and put a hand in someone's face. Yeah, uh, that hand doesn't have chopsticks in it, so maybe that's his problem.
0: <laughs> I tell you, what, I love the the meters gain stats you can do. Yeah, uh, because sometimes you, you find out you know who is really damaging. Yeah. Um, like Franklin actually does all right the meters gain because he every time he kicks the ball he kicks it kicks at a hundred meters. Yeah. But uh, just looking at it now, Jed Anderson had forty four meters gain for the day. Wow. He had a quiet day. Yeah. Um, and, and they had a, a few too many like that. I think who were passengers on the day. Um, the ruck duel was interesting because even though it says Goldstein won the hitouts, um, oh, he, he won the most hitouts. But um, Naismith and Sinclair especially, I felt like. Goldstein should have been dominant around the ground. Yeah. And he wasn't. Yeah. Um, And a lot of the times he looked slow and unable to get up. I'd be surprised if
2: he's still injured. Yeah, I think his ankle's still not right, which begs the fucking question. Why is Prius not at the team?
0: I still don't get it.
2: What is the the deal there? And he's Uh,
0: missing How many weeks have we been saying this? We don't know why he's not there. Since he was taken out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's three or four weeks now.
2: And the thing is, he's tearing it up in Werribee. Um, The Werribee team was 47 points down. (laughs) One yeah. point through the second quarter, came up and won by about five goals. Well, that's because even North Melbourne like uh, management can't be fucked out of the way you watch football. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: why they need to get down to Doreen.
0: Doreen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was such a, a shame. Um, North Melbourne, after knocking off Adelaide last week, there was there was no fight in this one. No. Um, no. Actually, well, there was a scuffle at the end of each quarter, but it yeah. was about all. Of it. Um, yeah, I think. They deserve to play better than this, but um, you know Kennedy started to get get going. Luke Parker yeah. started to get, get get going as well. Uh, um, I'm
3: almost a, a fan of getting rid of the deliberate rule just so you don't have to hear, hear cockheads oh, yell it out Jesus every Christ. single time the ball goes there's out.
0: Some shockers around us. Too. Oh my
3: god, it's just painful.
0: What's worse is when there's some that are just so blatantly obvious. And like yeah. there was that deliberate um, rushed through for a point. You, you know the rule is yeah. if it's more than nine meters out, you can't do it. Yeah. And he's thumped it from about 15 out. Yeah, we're going. Well, that's the rule. Like mean, players should know better. That's exactly yeah, for sure. Fucking idiots behind us just complaining all the time. It's yeah. like, dude. And it's right.
3: getting louder and louder like you gotta make some sort of difference. You don't you don't need to be here. Yeah. It's like you can cheer for the team and shit, but be reasonable. Yeah.
0: Anyways, mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh that's wishing far too much. Yeah. Um all right, so that wraps up round seven. So let's round eight. That wraps up round seven and eight. Um <laughs> yeah, because round seven's finished as well. So <laughs> technically still correct. Um, round nine. Let's have a look uh, forward to next week um, on the uh, third, Friday night. Uh, this is the first week of buys. We start. Um, we got. Yeah. Ge- I love.
2: I love this Friday night game.
0: Uh, Geelong Bulldogs. Yeah, great time for both teams, isn't it?
3: Yep, out of Skill stadium too. So I mean, I thought Geelong have been playing good at Etihad, so maybe they just yeah. want to get a, a few more games there
2: instead of pulling them back out to the, the country. I'm, I'm going to tip it. Geelong's going to struggle in the next few weeks. Like they've got. Um, Granted, they've got Bulldogs there at uh, Skilled. Then they've got Port as well. I think Port are going to be a tough one for them. Um, and then Adelaide. And then um, they've also got up to that.
0: Yeah, what, what about this one? What about this one, though?
2: Uh, this one, I, I think they're <laughs> going to struggle, to be honest. I think the Bulldogs are going to hit it pretty damn hard. It was
0: just about the tallest team versus the shortest team. Yeah. Um, and both coming off a, a loss last week. Um, Bulldogs might find a little bit of form here, I think, but Downer Skills Stadium won't bother them at all.
3: And I think there's like there's only two games that I'm certain about in this weekend. This is not one of them. I was going to check what the weather's going to be this weekend if I can
0: in Geelong. Well,
3: uh, it's going to be raining and cold, so I mean that's going to play into the Bulldogs' hands. So exactly. I'd say the Bulldogs are going to get there in a very ugly scrappy game. Probably going to be about sixty to forty nine.
2: Yep. Yeah, I'm on the Bulldogs. I, I think they're going to be able to just uh, in. Hit, hit the ball so fucking hard. Uh, they're going to be very intense in the middle.
0: And just keep it moving.
2: And uh, if Libertore gets less than 20 tackles, I'll be stunned. <laughs> like he is just going to be jumping on Selwood and on um, Dangerfield every chance he gets.
0: Swans make their second trip to Etihad Stadium in two weeks to take on the Saints. Saints, uh, even though they won last week, they'll be looking to put on a clinic, I think.
3: This is back-to-back for Sydney at Etihad. Yep. Do they go home? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, got, got families mate
3: this is going to be uh, well I've got to pick the Saints you've got to go to the Saints don't you I, I, I think
0: this midfield battle is going to be great
3: yeah it should be awesome I think uh, uh, it could be a shootout at the front lines too yeah the Jacks could really emerge what day is this on Saturday, Saturday. ah shit I'm working can't go to it say, it'd be a good game to go yeah, to yeah I wouldn't mind going to like, it but, uh, Hawthorne
0: are playing Saturday and I'd much rather go to this game I think. yep I'll be out
3: <laughs> drinking beers again
0: um GWS are hosting the Tigers. This could be uh, this could be hurt this time. Could be
2: ugly. This could be ugly. Yeah, I, I, I want um, I want Tigers to do well, but they're not going to win this.
0: So there's the first game you're absolutely certain of. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly uh, right. GWS. The next game you're absolutely certain of. Yep. <laughs> Brisbane versus Adelaide. Yeah. Yep. Adelaide have had oh a couple of tough dear.
2: weeks, but this, uh, this won. won't won't extend the loss. Oh dear. Up up at
3: up at uh, the Gabba as well. So um, yeah, I don't know. Seems like Crows
2: Ooh. can't play home away
3: these Ooh. days. So this is going
0: to be a, a, a big score
2: but imagine if you're Brisbane you'd think look you won a good game but nah. the Crows are going to be they would have been pissed off this week but they're going to be so much more pissed off yeah. coming into a, a double loss of two games they should have just
0: smashed and Lions got another couple of injuries uh, I think Rockliffe did his shoulder um, last weekend too yeah. so. you know I, mean? <sighs> I, don't, I don't read
3: Ooh. Adelaide media but
2: uh, I'm sure they copped in the press I'm sure
0: knowing they what
3: they're
2: like so they're going to have a lot of pressure on them the thing is they Brisbane would know what they have to do like alright tag Sloan play hard yeah. at the ball who wants Tag Sloan? Kick straight. No, mate. No,
3: <laughs> no, I'm no. Not no. No, I'm <laughs> that. Line. Well, uh, they've, I'm got, good, bro.
0: they've got that uh, Robertson who plays down back. All right. Who's, he looks like he's got a bit of sauce bottle merit about him, as in he's a yeah. little bit aggro. He's the one that uh, took on Buddy Franklin. You know, they said, oh, great on it for taking on Buddy Franklin, you know, physically. I mean, Buddy did kick eight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep eight goals. Eight yeah. goals is pretty good. That's um, the You Tried Award. <laughs> so let's see him go up against uh, Tex Walker this week. Um, Tex has got a kick eight. That's his yeah. benchmark now. Yeah.
2: Well, Martin and Jacobs, uh, those two will have a, an interesting duel. I want to see how that goes.
0: Yep. Uh, if Jacobs is going to be an all-Australian ruckman, this is the time to, to stamp it against a big-bodied uh, uh, ruckman like uh, like Martin. Uh, Collingwood and Hawthorne of the MCG, 17th versus 14th. Yeah, the problem is some, someone has to win. It, yeah, it is like that. and I, I don't know if Collingwood will be able to find a way to lose. See, this is, that's how the game's going to go. I'm
3: just hoping it's going to be a big crowd, so it makes it exciting. Uh, I guess it's uh, <laughs> there's going to be shit atmosphere. quality, but the atmosphere can make it, a game
0: wow. more interesting because you're vested into it. And so I mean, you got the two clubs with the biggest membership in in Victoria, yeah.
3: and both have to I, think they've got a sniff for a win. Oh, the Richmond had that. Uh, who knows?
0: No. Who knows? Now Richmond, I think a third now. I know they had
3: eighty. I know, I know the worse we go, the more
2: members we get.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, depends if they're microwaved or not. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's yeah. uh, that's Demons fans now. Yeah, it is too. Yeah,
2: no, how many of those do you reckon just uh, send a message in saying, why don't we have that back? Yeah, yeah, or <laughs> yeah. Why don't you send it to the club room instead of sen.
0: Oh, mm. because he wanted attention. Yeah. Not to uh, get it thrown out. Um, who, who's going to win this one? Because Hawthorne are going to be playing uh, most of their Box Hill side, which is probably going to be better off for them.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on Hollywood. I think they're due for another win just to take the pressure off Buckley for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which will... <laughs> doing well until around around 16,
3: 17. See, I I think the Hawks get over the line. I feel like just pride alone won't let them lose to Collingwood.
0: Um, It's been a little while since they've lost to Collingwood, but um, the the way Hawthorne played last week, I can't see how they can beat anybody. Um, And uh, run through the middle is what Collingwood excel at. Um, Yeah, but I I, feel like
3: Hawks did did sort of negate Melbourne's run through the middle of the MCG when they played him.
0: Melbourne played shit.
3: Yeah, it's true. But Collingwood aren't playing great. Yeah,
0: I, I think... Yeah, like I said, if Hawthorne wins, it's because Collingwood plays shit. Yeah. It won't be because Hawthorne plays well. That just doesn't happen this year. On to Sunday, we've got Essendon hosting West Coast. and This game is now interesting. After Essendon put in that effort last week, yep. um, if they can back it up at Etihad Stadium against West Coast, they can make a serious uh, run for finals this year.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's a big if. I, yeah, I, don't, I think so too. <laughs> I don't see Essendon backing this up. Um, no,
0: nope. I see West Coast yep. rolling I, over.
2: I think West Coast uh, getting a win away from home not at the G but uh, you still take it
0: you only play where you're scheduled to play
3: yep yeah. I'll third that one I think West Coast will be a bit too uh, consistent
2: yep. Pritis will tear shit up
0: hmm. um, Melbourne hosting North Melbourne at the MCG I
2: was feeling pretty confident about this last week
0: and then Melbourne turned in that effort well yep. Goldstein's got to try and dominate yeah um, has to. because he, no. like I said he's not having a great year if Proust comes in Who fucking knows? Yeah.
2: Give Goldstein a week off. Like, he is playing injured or some
0: shit. Yeah, Probably a good idea.
2: Um, Look, there's no fucking shortage of tools. So, he is one player we do have some depth with. Granted, not quite up to Goldstein's level quite, um, but... Fuck, he looks good. And, I mean, North Melbourne would need a midfield to fire if they going to
3: have a chance. Because Yeah. Mm. So regardless of how good uh, a ruck advantage is going to have, it's a pretty solid midfield going through that
0: Melbourne team. This will be uh, Jordan Lewis's first look at North Melbourne since he's gone across to Melbourne. How many weeks does he get? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, maybe that's why you don't play Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jordan Lewis is going to be very thankful for that. Um, and finally, Frio are hosting Perth over there. Uh, remember, this was the game last year that was the worst game ever that was so enjoyable to watch. Frio hosting Perth yeah, over there. Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. Osten uh, Carlton over there in Perth. Uh, anyway. Um, this was the, the Benny Hill game from last year. Oh, was too. I'm, I'm, I'm so tuning that, in just for the I, hope of I minute. hope it is. I'd love to see that again. I've never yeah. enjoyed bad football more than that.
3: No. I think the only standout for Carlton, well, not the only standout, they had a couple, but uh, I mean, Cruiser has been, even if he's not done it in the ruck, around the ground, he's actually doing some good work. Like, he's kicking for goal straight, he's yeah. presenting himself, and he's making
2: the other ruckman accountable.
0: Yeah. Have some sandalins. See yeah. how that goes for <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's going to be funny. Um, I'm still in the Dockers, just because yeah. over there, especially. Especially um, that
0: outside run. Yeah, yeah. and
2: I, I think the Dockers are much better than they've been playing for the last, probably, well, nine months. Well,
0: well last year. Yeah. They're outside. much
2: better than they've been coached, <laughs> yeah, it would seem. So. So, so, yeah, the trick is uh, lock lock Ross, the boss, in the elevator and just play the <laughs> game out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm on uh,
3: Freo. I think they'll scrap over the line. In a yeah. not very pretty fashion.
2: Yeah. That's and in the uh, in the final match, um, the bye versus Port Adelaide, um, <laughs> I'm memories. on the bye. Memories.
0: Just <laughs> memories. All right. That'll do us for this week. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, um, clickingballs.com. Uh, uh, you can get the links all through there. Um, and buy a T-shirt, you bastards.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure all our, all our uh, distribution of our...
2: Podcast should be up and running now.
3: I think yeah. we've, I I think think we've got to sort, sort it out, out. hopefully,
0: yeah. uh, this week. Last week it got uploaded in time for a change. So. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the, the Chinese embargo for
2: the China game, <laughs> so they've held us
0: back. May very well have been. All <laughs> right, that'll do us. All
2: right, peace. Jack.
5: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.